Hi, welcome to Pathways. This is the podcast where we speak with Grenadians and other West Indians pursuing careers in the STEAM fields. Today's discussion is going to be another interesting one, so stick around. We hope you find something that resonates and helps keep you going along your journey. Hi, Tamon. Welcome to Pathways. Arlene, thank you. Thanks for having me. So to get started, tell us a little bit about uh, where in Grenada you grew up. So I grew up in St. Paul's. Um, it's in, in the parish of St. George. It's kind of, uh, you know, suburb setting uh, Grenada. Um, and yeah, you know, I've, 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 I've enjoyed, I'm, you know, living there and I've been very grateful for all that it offered me, you know, to get where I've, I've gotten. Right. So what were you like as a young student growing up in primary school, secondary school days? <laughs> um, primary school uh, and yeah, and even in secondary school, I mean, it was always like uh, pretty active with a lot of the extracurricular activities at school. So um, you know, be it the scouts or basketball, um, uh, you know, at Alpha, because I attended the Alpha Junior Second, um, Alpha Junior School in, in Mount Parnassus. Um, I was, you know, part of the first group of kids that, that started out there. Um, and from there, I attended the Grenada Boys Secondary, um, you know, where I, was pretty active too. Uh, same thing, you know, scouts, uh, young leaders, debating. Um, and I really enjoyed the time there also. Okay, great. All right, so Timon, when did you start developing an interest in being a pharmacist? Um, so to be quite honest, I grew up uh, around the business of pharmacy. Um, my family operated uh, Gittins Group of Companies, uh, which uh, was primarily focused on um, community pharmacy uh, chain setting. Uh, and although, you know, I, I lived and, and, and breathed that for a, a long time, um, I was never sure that I was definitely going to you know, go, go down the part of doing, um, doing pharmacy. Uh, I've always been interested, um, you know, as a student uh, in the sciences. Um, and after, you know, finishing the TA Marshall Community College, um, I had an opportunity to work with the Bank of Nova Scotia, um, you know, just which is a different setting, not, not really science related, but more so um, you know, finance, of course. Um, but when it was time to, you know, head off to study, being a part of still being active, uh, you know, with, with my family at the pharmacy, uh, I, I knew that it would be something that I was, you know, I wanted to continue. Um, I looked at the work that my granddad did um, and, and the legacy that he left and the effort that my family uh, put in and uh, the relationships that we built with the community and, and the impact that it had on people's lives. Um, and eventually I was able to, you know, make that decision that this is something that I legitimately want to pursue. Mm -hmm. And your granddad being the 
um, founder He's, of Gettin's yeah, Pharmacy. Yeah, that he, he founded Gettin's Pharmacy, yeah. Right. Okay, so, so first of all, tell me what's the difference even between pharmacy and pharmacology? Because I think that sometimes confuses people, confuses me okay. for sure. Um, so, well, I should put it this way. In, in the U.S., um, the entry-level degree to practicing as a pharmacist is uh, the PharmD degree. So it's a doctor, uh, it's a doctor of pharmacy degree. Uh, it's a four-year degree, and uh, it's the entry pathway to either practice in the community or the hospital setting, uh, the you know uh, industry. It, it it depends on whichever direction that you know you 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 have an interest in. Um, after that, you know you can you can specialize if it is that you wanted to do uh, pediatrics or ambulatory care. You know there are nuclear pharmacy range of different pharmacy. Uh, practices that you could enter. Uh, pharmacology, however, is just the one field uh, or one area of, that you'd have to cover in pharmacy school, uh, which in, in involves, uh, you know, the impact of drugs, um, uh, you know, I, I, on the body or, or in treatment, um, their, their principles. So, you know, how drugs are absorbed, uh, distribution, the metabolism, excretion, uh, that sort of stuff. So it's 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 one of the areas that you would cover uh, in you know pursuing a pharmacy degree or a doctor of pharmacy degree. Got it. Okay. So uh, so you mentioned a little bit about the path to kind of getting that degree. Mm -hmm. So what are the prerequisites, I guess, for getting into pharmacy school? You did sciences at TAMCC, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, primarily I've, I've, I've always did, I've, I've always done the, the science subjects. Pharmacy, uh, the prerequisites would be the, the bio, you know, the typical ones, the biology, chemistry, uh, probably heavily chemistry related in that you'd have to go to, you know, uh, organic chem, um, you know, in some cases, probably slightly advanced. Uh, the biology, for sure. Um, you know, the physics is is also so helpful. Uh, good good math background. Um, I mean, the basic sciences you you definitely have to cover those before uh, pursuing like the, the the PCAT exam, which is the exam to to enter pharmacy school. Okay, PCAT. All right. Um, and how long was the program? Um, so most cases you can do, so you have, you have two options. Uh, some schools offer um, an expedited program where you do uh, pre-pharmacy. Um, so you cover probably about two years in, in undergrad and you can apply to the doctor of pharmacy program, um, which is a four-year four uh, degree. So you can have a six-year pathway or majority of candidates typically tend to have like a, a, a full um, undergrad degree. So four years undergrad and then four years pharmacy school. So totally eight years. Okay. Eight years. So it is the doctor path. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it is. <laughs> All right. So along the way, like, was there any moments where you kind of doubted that this is what you really wanted to do or considered taking a different route or specializing differently? 
Um, no, not true in not true in the program. Um, I mean, you know, I, I can't I can't vote for how the people that do medicine, you know, they would feel. Uh, but I'm sure it's 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 probably that or or, or even more. Um, the degree itself is it's not the material is not hard. Uh, it's just a lot of material coming in a very you know short space of time that you're required to re retain. Um, so that part of it sometimes could be frustrating, you know, during the program itself. Um, but overall, I, I actually never thought twice about it, um, you know, being at school itself. After finishing, um, you know, doing, doing all the theoretical part of stuff at, at school is, is, is one thing. And then getting into practice when, you know, a lot more of the theory is, is required. So in my case, I'm, I'm actually a pharmacy manager. So it, it deals with all the stuff that, you know, you don't do at, at school. It's, it's, you know, the business analysis part of it, uh, you know, the people part of it where, you know, you're, you're managing teams. Um, sometimes some, there are definitely days when, you know, if it is that you choose that route of community pharmacy where it could be, it could be, it could be intense, you know, and there are times like, am I, uh, did I really sign up for this kind of stress? Um, <laughs> But overall, no, I, I think what, what, what keeps me uh, grounded and driven and um, the, the, the practice or community pharmacy practice is, is the impact that we have on our patients. And, and primarily, uh, I think the same joy that my granddad had from the practice where, you know, you build these relationships with the communities that you serve. Um, and, you, you know, you, you, the, the, the people or the communities kind of come, become like an extended family piece. Like, you know, they're, they depend on you, um, you know, to, to legitimately be there uh, for their care or, or guiding them on their path to, you know, better health. Um, and I think it's that part of it is just that it's, it's priceless. This, this is extremely fulfilling. Right. Yeah, you sound, sound like it's good for you. I know it's stressful, but clearly there's some passion there. Yeah. So on a, on a day to day, what, mm -hmm. what do you do as a pharmacy manager? Um, so as a pharmacy manager, there's, there's, there's a lot that goes on. Um, yeah. On your, your day to day basis, uh, a typical day would be, of course, like I mentioned, managing the people aspect of it. So you have depending on, on the size or how busy your pharmacy is, you have, you can have teams ranging from probably anywhere from, you know, two technicians to, you know, uh, a number of technicians in the teams. Um, in my case, I actually manage a smaller team now, but when I initially graduated, I, uh, I ran a, a, a team that was uh, probably about nine or so people. Um, so, you know, being able to make sure that the team uh, gels and, 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 and functions correctly to make sure that we come together and do what we need to do. Um, that is a big part of it. Uh, the other part, of course, is what you originally went to pharmacy, pharmacy school for, which is, you know, you're uh, consistently um, reviewing prescriptions, uh, you know, checking for drug-drug interactions, checking for drug-disease interactions, 
um, you know, making recommendations on, on, on changes that, that, that be maybe more suitable uh, for patients based on, on cost, um, you know. Uh, so sometimes it's, it's easy to, to, to issue a prescription, especially if it's, you know, you're practicing in the US uh, that offhand just seems as, you know, the, the, the basic choice. But when, when the, the patient gets to the pharmacy, there's, there's the whole other part of it, which is, does the patient have insurance or, or even if it is that they do have insurance, is this a drug that's, that's covered, um, you know, and is that cost gonna be something that the patient can manage, um, uh, especially if it is a case where the patient's, uh, it's a chronic disease. So this is something that they're probably gonna be on for a very long time or forever. Uh, and, and how do we make, you know, these recommendations to be able to facilitate um, proper patient adherence, you know, so they're on their, their path to better health. Um, that part of it is a significant aspect too. Um, the other part of course is how do we put everything together, you know, managing the teams, making sure that you're taking care of the other patients and still uh, understand at the end of the day that this is a legitimate, um, you know, business that you're operating. So uh are you are you making decisions that 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 help grow the business and and, and make sure that it's it is profitable and um you know the practice is sustainable for the long term you know long term period yeah so in all of that how much do you interact with you know the doctors or the the primary care physicians so it it depends you know um there, there are days where you know you're you you have a, a good amount of interaction with the, the doctors that are you know either calling in prescriptions or, or, or just touching base to follow up on some of their patients, um, but a lot of it is more so a, an interaction really between you and the patient because uh, I mean most people even before they they probably decide to visit a doctor's office, they're gonna stop at their local pharmacy to, to, to you know, ask the pharmacist's uh, advice on, on, on something that they may seem, or they may think that, it, that that's minor. Um, pharmacists are, are, are not um, in the business typically of diagnosing. Right. So, you know, you, you know, you could listen to what the patient's saying and try to get a general gist of what's going on, but, uh, you know, in, in, in a significant number of cases, uh, these often result in, in patients, you know, having to, to see their primary care or something like that. And, you know, you have to be the one that, that, you know, sometimes gives them that nudge and let them realize, like, you know, you may think this is minor, but this actually is something that, you know, you probably will have to see a, a practitioner about. Or, you know, there'll be the small cases where, you know, it's probably just something minor, like ringworm, or you know, you just need a basic antifungal or something of that nature. Um, but overall, majority of the 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 interaction really comes down to uh, your patients. You're not gonna. It's not a significant part of the day that that you're you're spending um, with the the physicians or so. Uh, that's at least if it is that you're in community practice. If it is that, you know, you decided to uh, practice in the hospital setting, um, you know, doing 
you know, whatever specialty there, uh, you're, you're probably definitely um, in more contact with uh, other, uh, other uh, healthcare practitioners. Okay, got it. So I'm curious a little bit. If in the mm -hmm. case where, say, a patient comes in, they've been prescribed something by their doctor, but you, you and your team figure either it's not, you know, it um, doesn't work with other medications a person is having, or it's too mm -hmm. expensive. Like, how do you go about changing or adjusting that prescription? Yeah. So we will we will not make um, the change. Your job is at at, at that part of the, the you know uh, the, the care process is to catch what's going on because sometimes for example uh, patients may see you know different physicians and and, and there are cases where uh, not all the physicians um, that they're seeing was probably aware of some of the medications that the patients uh, may be on um, so in cases where what I, so I typically we advise patients often to fill at one at one pharmacy. Um, that way, you know, you have a greater chance of your pharmacist uh, catching drug interactions that may be, may be missed when uh, physicians are probably doing the initial assessment um, or, or writing, you know, the prescriptions for them. So let's say that, that what you mentioned is a case that there's a, there's a drug interaction uh, that we're able to, to catch, or it might be a case where there's a drug that 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 that's super expensive and it's not covered by the patient's insurance. Uh, we'll then reach out to whoever issued the prescription. Um, you know, depending on on the the type of practice that they run, you might be able to do that electronically, which is always you know pretty easy. Um, or you know, if it's like an older practice setting, you probably may like manually have to reach out to the physician to let them know, you know, this is what's going on. This is our recommendation. Uh, are there other practitioners, uh, you know, that's caring for this patient that issued these prescriptions and there's a drug interaction, or we've just submitted, submitted you, you know, the, the request that you had as a prescription, um, but the insurance, um, the insurance, the copay, uh, is not a preferred drug on the plan. So there are other drugs on the plan uh, that you'd be able to consider, and you know these are these are those the the, the ones that are that can be considered. You know, uh, would you like to change it to one of those? Okay, okay, that makes some sense. All right, so you're you're now a pharmacy manager, but when you first came out of school, mm -hmm. were you practicing as a technician, or what was your first job? Yeah, so my first job. Um, I was just, uh, I, I was recruited, um, you know, by, by CVS Health uh, right on graduating. Um, I, I, I was being an, you know, an international student at the time. Um, and I practiced as a staff ph pharmacist um, and about uh, 11, you know, probably 11 months to a year after starting um, they, 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 they requested that, you know, I become um, a pharmacy manager and I've been doing that, you know, uh, ever since. So uh, it's probably about 10 years, uh, almost, yeah, 10 years now I've been, I've been practicing as a pharmacist, you know, after graduating. And I mean, initially for me, it was, it was probably a, a, a difficult gap in that, 
during my time at, at school, um, the, the summers and, and uh, the break times uh, when we're off, I, I came home to Grenada, um, you know, and I, 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 you know, did work with the pharmacy there, not so much at the community setting in the U.S. So adjusting to that officially after graduation, um, yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was a little bit, it was definitely a little bit different, uh, you know, uh, pharmacy practice in Grenada and pharmacy practice in, in the U.S. is there definitely different processes involved. So how did you get that first job? Did you apply for it or how did, how did CVS come across you? You know, so yeah, uh, at, at that time, um, there, the, the healthcare practitioners, well, at least for pharmacists, um, they, there's a, a notable shortage of uh, pharmacists in the U.S. So they, a lot of the major uh, pharmacy chains or so, they would, you know, go to the pharmacy schools or so to, you know, recruit um, prospective pharmacists, uh, like within the final year. So in your final year of pharmacy school, uh, majority of the year is spent doing rotations. So you practice at, at different sites, be it community pharmacy setting or, you know, um, at the hospital, or, you know, even if it is that you're interested in like the um, uh, industry uh, setting uh, or research, you know, whatever it is that you're interested in. Um, and, you know, they would come in on, you know, whatever arranged visits sometimes that they have with, you know, the, uh, collaborated with the schools um, and you'd be able to, you know, put in your, your application uh, or your resume and they'll review it and reach out to you, you know, accordingly. Okay. And is there any um, technical aspect to that kind of interview or is it mostly behavioral? Um. Yeah, I know most of it is is gonna be an assessment. I mean, they they they're aware that you're doing the work. Uh, the chance, you know, that you you're probably at that point. You're in a, your fourth year of the program, so you're, you know, you've made it through probably the toughest part of the, the program. So you're just getting ready now to do your board exams, and you also do. Uh, an exam for the law. So there's pharmacy law also, and you, you write the law exam for whichever states that you're practicing. Um, I am licensed to practice in both uh, Virginia and, and, and Maryland. Um, and so at that point, there the interview is really more so, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, like behavioral, like, you know, how well is this candidate suited to fit our team? Um, you know, how are going? Are they able to, especially if it is that you're interviewing for a community pharmacy practice setting, like, are they going to be able to form these really, these important relationships with the community that, you know, they're serving? Uh, how are you going to be able to fit in and, and do what's needed? Uh, yeah, so it's along those lines, how well you work on a team, that kind of thing. Um, the, the theoretical part of it, though, you know, what you would do at pharmacy school, I think, you know, there's most of a belief at that point that you're, you're probably well covered. All bases there have been well covered. Got it. So 10 years now in um, community pharmacy, 
what do you see mm -hmm. for your future in your career? Um, I, eventually, I, I do hope to be to be back home. You know, I, I enjoy, of course, practicing um, in in the U.S., but uh, my desire is uh, to eventually, at, at at some point, be um, you know to be back in Grenada, you know, doing doing what I do and and uh, being able to do some of the same things that I was able to to be fortunate enough to see my 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 granddad do, you know. Um, that, that would really be something that, that, uh, you know, I would look forward to. Yeah. And you mentioned that, you know, there's lots of differences between practice back in Grenada and practice in the U S mm -hmm. are there any things that you, you think you would kind of take from what you've learned here and transplant it back home or how do you think, or do you think it's just two different systems that you know, function well in their environments. Uh, I mean, I think I think there 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 are things that uh, function well about both, um, but but uh, particularly the direction of uh, maybe community pharmacy practice here is uh, that 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 integration of uh, yep running. Um, Running an effective pharmacy, but also uh, promoting the benefits and convenience of of your front what what is considered like your front store. Uh, so all these convenience items that are also available uh, at that pharmacy location. Uh, you know how do you how do you enable patients to know that this is legitimately like you know your one stop experience for both your health and your convenience needs. Um, and 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 how do you use each aspect? So be it the pharmacy or the front store to have effect an effective uh, relationship between them both. And that, like, if it is that you're using the pharmacy often enough, you know, there there are also rewards that we offer uh, for having a front store here. Uh, that 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 kind of uh, probably that kind of business aspect. Uh, being more important in, in, in the community pharmacy setting. Um, that would be something I'd probably, you know, look forward to, to, to assisting with. Okay, nice. So, Taman, do you have any advice for, you know, young students or persons who might be thinking of getting into pharmacy? Um, what, what would you say to them to get them started? <laughs> Is it uh is it a case where you know I'm I'm talking to uh, students that are coming from the similar setting uh, you know from me like coming from the Caribbean or coming from Grenada to to the U.S. to do your a PharmD degree um you, you need to be sure that this is exactly um what you want and especially if it is that you're looking to uh, practice in uh, the community setting. Um, you know, make sure that something it's something that you're you're truly passionate about. If it is that you're doing it for um, you know the, the compensation that 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 comes with it, it's probably not gonna keep you keep you that long. You know, it, it's gonna most likely um, be a short time before you're you're burnt out. Um, so be be passionate about it and know that that's exactly you know what you want to do. Um, and there, there are tons of avenues for 
for for pharmacists so you know even if it is that you you know like you know you want to be a pharmacist but you don't know which which aspect of pharmacy like just just do the research on it i mean there are tons of avenues you can do research you can you know help with drug development you know you can, you can do community pharmacy if you wanted to practice in a hospital setting and then you know you specialize in ambulatory care or pediatrics or geriatric care uh i mean the the avenues are endless um you know so explore explore them all and 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 see you know what it is that you're truly interested in and then also i mean probably any field that you're considering the the output especially if it is that you're you know going to school in the u.s that these degrees uh they come at a significant a significant cost you know so you want you want to make sure that if you're investing uh you know that kind of money towards uh the degree it's something that you're truly passionate about right and i think that's something that you know a lot of students either get tied up in and they figure that you know this is what i have to do and there's like a timeline to to when you should get your education absolutely you're and, like you're you're so right like that in itself is probably another <laughs> another another episode uh uh in itself because you know that don't don't feel pressured but i think just by nature uh the education system you know that we we have in grenada i think it's you know it's 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 always been you know very very aggressive i think in the sense that i you know i don't know how students now uh feel uh but i think when i was going to school and uh, there's always that feeling that um you know the, like you 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 have to make these decisions like you know quickly and and push hard push on through and uh you know there isn't anything like a time off from 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 school to to think about what you really want to pursue or so i think that you know i think that the environment not that not that i'm not going to because i won't change the experience that i had are the you know the experiences that i've had as a student in grenada for anything at all i think it's it's probably the main reason i am who, uh, you know uh, who i am at this point and and i've been able to get get through you know get to this stage in my career um but yeah you know i think it, it, it's it there definitely needs to be more conversation around like it's okay probably not to 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 do law or medicine only or you know because these were these were normally the topics or the fields that they were typically discussed when when i was growing up you know i don't think there was that much conversation around uh you know some of the other fields that were available so i'm i'm sure that there's probably a lot more of that now um and hopefully there's also you know a more balanced discussion on you know reducing the pressures uh, that that's that students have to just like this is what i need to do and just like push on through we don't even think twice really about it, that kind of thing right and that's what we're hoping to start uh creating those conversations yeah and, yeah, yeah absolutely important absolutely important what you guys are doing yeah all right so come on thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to talk with us and tell us a bit about your story. Um if there are any, you know, students out there, anyone who's interested in learning more about you or maybe getting some advice on um the path that you've taken, 
Mm -hmm. How can they best reach you? I uh, can do email. I uh, can be reached at G-T-Y-M-O-N. Uh, so that's G is in good, T is in Tom, Y, M is in Mary, O, N is in Nancy um, at hotmail.com. That works. All right. Well, Simone, mm -hmm. thanks again. No problem. Thanks for having me. And, and, you know, you guys keep up the good stuff. This is, this is important. I mean, I'm sure that tons of other people that have like a lot to share about their experiences. So, you know, just keep it coming. Yeah. We'll keep doing it as long as people like you keep <laughs> agreeing to come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Emil. I appreciate it, Arlene. Thank All you. Right. No problem. And to the listeners, thank you again for joining us on today's pathway.